Hey everybody, welcome to a Sunny Disposition podcast. I'm your host, Sunny. I'm a queer, late to lesbian, eclectic witch, psychic artist, and designer. This is where we help wellness leaders and creative entrepreneurs like yourself become mindset and manifestation masters. The more you listen to content like ours, the more you raise your vibration, your consciousness, your healing, and of course, your mindset, which unlocks your potential and opens your heart to becoming a manifestation pro like myself. I'm here to teach you the tips, tricks, and everything in between, and of course, the not so easy stuff like inner work. Subscribe to our VIP access only podcast to have what feels like one-on-one sessions with me, insights, motivations, and inspirations from incredible interviews, and of course, powerful conversations, mentorship, and creative tools that open up your aha portal to greatness, which are all of your aha moments. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. I am so freaking excited that you're here today. How is the lunar eclipse treating you? Are you struggling? Are you making it through? Let me know. I want to know. The lunar eclipse we just had was in Taurus. So pretty strong energy. Okay, without further ado, I am so freaking excited to get into today's podcast. Before we get into today's podcast, I want to let everybody know that all the books I'm going to be talking about and referring about are always, always linked down below. And there's a page on the emergingreiki.com or .ca website that refers to all the beautiful books that I have learned from and grown from. And uh, I mean, I, I'm going to be putting more up as we go along. So that's going to be happening. Today, we're talking about something new. This isn't something I've ever talked about on this channel before. And uh, I will, yeah, I'll link some things down below about it. Today is a very, very fun topic. Uh, For those of you who don't know, um, I've been basically obsessed with the Salem witch trials for a very long time. So Today, we're talking about the witch trials. Uh, this is a cool podcast because you can listen and find out if you were a witch in your past life. And I'm going to get into that more so towards the end. So I have a couple of personal stories to share and how my entire week has basically been filled with witches. And so this is what kind of inspired today's podcast. So I've been fascinated with the witch trials since I was a kid. Um, it's been a thing that has come in and out of my existence and my reality for quite some time. And most recently, this has come into my reality through a magazine I received for my birthday from one of my housemates. And through doing 10 plus readings for witches and those that carried past lives dating back to the 1400s. This all happened recently. Like, I kid you not, I had about 25 readings booked on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, and Saturday and Sunday. All of those days, I spoke with witches. We had witches that came in. We had... um, I had 
phone readings with witches. I had in-person readings with witches, people that have been in the 1400s, 1600s, 1700s, and 1800s, people who've experienced incredible past lives dating back to like the pirates and being witches and reading crystal balls and cards for pirates who were like stolen to be there. Anyway, this is some pretty crazy info. Okay, so let's get into it. I want to share like a quick story from my childhood, which like, this is a bit unexplainable. You know what I mean? Like I was a kid, I was about, I think I was 13 years old. And I was in Ontario visiting with my family. I've got cousins. Um, well, they're, they're actually my godparents and godsisters, but I call them my cousins and my aunt. Uh, an uncle. And so they lived just out in Innisfail and we were there visiting one summer and something random on the TV came up talking about the witch trials. And I kid you not, I was so invested. I was so invested and everything that was being told I could feel an innate connection to it. Uh, they were showing pictures that uh, people have uh, now dating back to when the witch trials happened. There was some sort of like burning fire in me where I knew like I was a part of that somehow. Uh, that I was somehow either part of the witch trials or I had ancestors or family, like there was some sort of innate connection. Okay. So fast forward to about 2014 or 15. So in 2014 or 15, this was kind of, uh, it was probably 2014 because it was right before I received my Reiki master's certification as well as really started diving deep into tarot and actually began doing it professionally. So I was really, really fascinated with that entire world. And I have been fascinated with crystals since I was about three years old. Um, I could always hear like fairies or other realms talking and recall this happening to me when I was living in Israel when I was a kid. I was about two or three. And so having all of these things kind of stack up for me, I really wanted to learn more about my past and then also seeing that documentary or whatever was being shown on TV in Ontario with my family, I was like, hmm, this is kind of interesting. And then um, working within a crystal shop, I was at the time I was doing some intuitive graphic and web design for a crystal shop in Calgary, uh, Alberta. And there was some sort of energy around just being a witch and the crystals, everything I just found so fascinating. And so these were kind of like puzzle pieces to my knowledge and to where I had come from, but I didn't know that yet. And so being fascinated with all this stuff, uh, as I mentioned, let's fast forward to 2014. I received a tarot reading. I went to a tarot reader that I knew very well at the time, who was uh, the lady who would eventually teach uh, 
Yusui Reiki to me later. And she was mystical. She was connected. Um, and I could tell that there was something otherworldly about her. And I just knew that this was part of my path. Here is what she told me. She started off with, uh, you know, the present day stuff and like relationships and love. Um, she talked about the future, where I'll be traveling, what I'll be doing, um, if I have kids or not, things like that. And then she got into some crazy past life stuff. And this is where my whole world turned upside down, <laughs> for lack of a better word. She said, you've been around since the 1400s. And I honestly did not know how to intake this information. So, yeah, she said, you've been around since the 1400s. Uh, you were always part of anything to do in terms of the healing world, natural medicine. Um, you were at the witch trials. You've been burnt. You've been beheaded. Um, the only time you didn't die was when you practiced Chinese medicine as a man. And that was around the 1700s. And I just was like, holy crap. I remember seeing like all of these things happening in my visions as she's talking about this backwards. It's as if I saw time reverse in my head so fast going back like 600 800 years ago and so not only that but she mentioned she asked me curiously she said where were you born and I said I was born on vacation <laughs> with my family like I came early and she said well you were born in you know a village of psychics, mediums, intuitives, witches, druids, everybody and anybody who practiced medicine, warding off, um, you know, evil spirits, making sure you're working with light. And I just remember thinking, was this back then when I was born or was that in the same place it was just past life stuff like a village that was there and then I was born later on I hope that made sense and I remember just being so in sync with what she was saying that I had to go back to the drawing board I'm not gonna lie I was like okay is there is there proof to any of this? But also my proof was that my intuition and my body recognized exactly what she was saying, although a lot of it was shocking. I'm not going to lie. So when I found this out, I started looking back into, you know, I work with herbs, I work with plants, I've always been into holistic medicine, probably since uh, after high school. So for anyone who doesn't know, like I used to pop Advil like nobody's business in high school. And I actually had a doctor tell me like, your your body is getting like, so used to it that 
it's not recognizing it as like a symptom blocker anymore or like a band-aid on like any kind of body pain. So you need to not do that. And I started really thinking about that. And I started really exploring like acupuncturists, naturopaths, really stepping into that world. Um, this was also around the time that I had that tarot reading. I started going to um, witches for guidance and information to readers that have been around for multiple lives. Like I could just tell, I could see it in their eyes. And so not only did that give me additional information as to my own superpowers of being able to see people's past lives, but it gave me additional information into like confirmation of everything that this terror reader told me. And so I started, yeah, really looking into, you know, holy crap, I practice with herbs. I've always been into herbs. I practice with plants. I practice with roots, flowers. I was always into like drying flowers and making them into uh, like bath salts and soaps and putting them in, in the bath, like dried rose petals and then I remember stepping into really being into crystals. Like I still know so much about crystals, where they come from, what kind of energy they hold. Um, and every amethyst has different energy, right? So just like, it's like I can see their auras. And after acquiring a number of crystals, it was a lot. <laughs> we had a lot of crystals in the house. Um, I started tapping into the energy of just like, tarot decks and rocks and other types of energies and really exploring meditation and what's out there. This is totally a sidetrack story, but I wanted to give this to you as a part of um, kind of confirmation. Like if you're really here listening and figuring out, you know, if you were a witch in your past life, or maybe you were at the witch trials, like I, when I was a kid, I was always collecting like pebbles, rocks, shells, stones, sticks, anything and everything that like attracted my eye, leaves, ferns, like everything. I remember having like holly. I remember being attracted to bay leaves. I remember picking up like carrying like sand from like beaches that I would carry in like a little vial thing. Um, I was always attracted to that kind of stuff. I remember being a kid and I just had like all these rocks on my windowsill um, that I found. And my mom was totally cool with it as long as I was the one carrying them because sometimes it would be quite a few, right? I would literally find like one or two rocks that I identified with on the playground. And then we would go to like another place in another city and I would be like, oh, I like this rock, right? Um, we kind of lived all over Vancouver, BC when I was a kid. So at that point, I had collected rocks from like three or four different cities. And they were from playgrounds. They were rocks that I saw on, um, you know, staircases, rocks, maybe they were part of gravel, I probably found some in the bush on the beach, like I just wherever a rock was, it was likely coming home with me. So all of those little signs, I used to also create 
create so many things out of wood. Like I was fascinated by sticks, like just a branch on the ground and a stick. Like I was utterly fascinated by it. So these types of things are already signs. Uh, when I was a kid, I my mom actually introduced me to a lot of like herbal magic in the kitchen, starting to cook, um, really starting using um, Russian, Ukrainian, Polish and Israeli spices and ingredients. And like whether or not she knew that she was playing with magic. Right. And this is something that was taught to me. This is something that was brought into my world. And I actually didn't realize that probably until today, that all of these things came around for me for a reason. My grandpa was super spiritual. Um, I remember him telling me one day, he saw me talking to myself and I got so embarrassed. And he said, no, please don't stop doing that. The smartest people talk to themselves. He was always tending to his garden. I was always helping him in his garden. Um, oh, and my ear is ringing right now. <laughs> he always, he had grapes and tomatoes and herbs and plants, flowers, and um, he always had bunnies and bees and butterflies. Just everything about his garden was so magical to me. And I was always fascinated by different salt and pepper and anything to do with really just the spices and herbs and plants and whatever you can use to create magic. And so coming into adulthood, um, so that reading was probably around 2014. Fast forward to 2017 the beginning of 2018. I remember being um, at my ex's house. Uh, we would always have these like family gatherings and like movie nights and whatnot. And the witch trials came on TV and I was obsessed. I kid you not. It was part of like the history channel. I think I'm not sure, but it was like like, this is not a coincidence. This happened after I did a lot of inner work. I was doing constellation family therapy every single week for like six months at this point. Anywho, I just remember having this innate connection with whatever was happening on TV. Like, it was like, I knew that I was a part of this somehow. So, what makes me a witch today? And how do I identify in terms of sorcery, witchery, the occult, all sorts of things? So I'm a kitchen witch uh, or an eclectic witch. I work with a lot of herbs, spices, and plants to create magic, uh, essentially, in the kitchen, right? Through food, through tinctures, through creations, um, anything to do with plants, really. And I took a herbology course uh, in 2018, I think, or 2019. I'm not sure. Maybe both years. Um, but I had always been learning about plants. And obviously, like, use your own discernment. I'm not a doctor. This is a witch trial episode. So I'm not even going to get into, like, the disclaimers and shit. So when... I remember when people came to me, they're like, hey, I have I have this going on, blah, blah, blah. 
And these were family members and close friends of mine. And I would intuitively pick up on a herb like lavender or chamomile um, or dandelion root. But before even suggesting anything, I would actually search it up on like naturopathic websites. And it was like, it was entire confirmation of my everything that was intuitively provided for me. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I was right. Like, yeah, peppermint will help your headache. Do you know what I mean? Like things like that. Lavender helps your sleep if you pop a little bit into your tea. And so discovering that all these things kind of came naturally to me, I really started looking into like what kind of witch I am. So yeah, I'm a kitchen or eclectic witch. Um, I work with a lot of herbs and spices to create magical things for people. Um, I'm very proficient with connecting with others and knowing what herbs uh, their consciousness requires or their being. Um, so for example, you could use mugwort to enhance your dreams uh, or to be able to connect with your dreams more, help you remember your dreams. Um, this information honestly comes so naturally to me. And that was one of the biggest signs. Let's now get into what are the signs for you? Like, how do you know if you were a witch in your past life or during the trials? Maybe you have ancestry during the trials. So one of the main things, number one, um, how do you know if you were a witch in your past life is if you feel very, very, very connected with the stories you're hearing. So if you're watching anything to do with like the occult, the witch trials, anything like that, and you feel super connected, there's a possibility that you have ancestry there, that you were a witch at the witch trials or very connected with that period and time. So anywhere between the 1400s and I would say... 1950s. So anywhere in there. If you have always been fascinated with crystals, stones, sticks, sand, anything to do with the earth, likely you are a witch in this life and have probably been a witch in most other lifetimes. Uh, a really good sign is actually if you're practicing the occult today, because um, that comes naturally to us. Um, if you are suppressing it, uh, I actually had a reading with um, a witch from the 1600s who worked with pirates. She was basically like, long story short, not to get off track, but she was basically like taken hostage and stolen because um, they thought that they would help. Uh, she would help them find treasure. Um, and she was able to look in a crystal ball and help find ways that um, she could get to safety. So she would lead them there and, uh, you know, essentially lead them astray so that she could get off the ship. And this was a lady I gave a reading to last week. So being able to connect with that kind of part of you and seeing it in a reading really, really does help. Because uh, sometimes we don't trust our own intuition. So if you have trouble trusting yours, uh, take a listen to some of my past episodes. Um, the Elevate event is super powerful. There's uh, a hugely amazing episode on intuition. So if you haven't listened to it, absolutely do so. It is a Friday freebie episode, I believe. So check it out. But yeah, one of the biggest tell 
tail signs is that you have always been attracted to sticks, stones, earth materials, grass. Like when I was a kid, I used to pretend making these like things in a cauldron that would be magical. I pretended to be a witch when I was a kid. My friend and I pretended that we were going to witch school. Like these are not coincidences. I just want to let you know. So some of the other signs, uh, if you're a witch now or you were in your past life or you were um, around during the trials is a lot to do with your throat, actually. So if you have trouble swallowing pills, uh, that's actually a big sign that you were probably hung uh, or beheaded in your past life. Um, maybe there was addiction involved in your past life due to not being able to practice sorcery or witchery or the occult. Uh, that's a pretty big one. Another sign that also has to do with the throat in this lifetime is if you have trouble speaking your truth. Um, a lot of the time this can do with, you know, past stuff and especially, uh, oppression of women. However, there is a huge, huge kind of indicator where, um, where you try and speak your truth, but you have like a frog in your throat and you just can't, like nothing comes out. Um, a lot of the time that also suggests that you might've been hung in your past or that you might've been beheaded, things like that. Uh, I am currently, as I mentioned, reading this cool, um, History Channel magazine that I received from uh, one of my housemates for my birthday, and it's called Witches of Past and Present. And they were talking about how witches were also drowned before. And that's something that I forgot about entirely. So if you have fear of swimming or being in water, chances are you were probably a witch in your pastime. Which reminds me, my mom totally has a fear of, like, water. Any kind of water. Like, she doesn't even take baths, really. And so, yeah, there's there's a lot in the occult. Um, another sign is if you, you know, if you're practicing tarot, if you've been into tarot oracle cards, if you've been called to do any sort of healing, so being a Reiki master, going to reflexology, uh, really exploring the depths of your soul, um, anything to do with rediscovering or discovering yourself and reflecting on yourself, that's really, really important. Um, the lady I actually did a reading for that had uh, been with pirates and things like that in her past life, she said, you are literally the third psychic to tell me that I'm a witch and that I need to start exploring that. And I said, okay, so like, what's holding you back? And she said, I'm terrified. And I don't know why. And so if you're finding that you're holding back, uh, things are going to be starting to show up in your body, right? Like, probably not not being able to process emotions or not being able to speak your truth or feeling like something's holding you back. Sometimes it shows up as like anger or resentment. It may show up as like health issues as well, right? If you're not tapping into your authentic self and you're not being genuine with who you are, you're, you're not allowing yourself to live freely, right? And one of the biggest things I told her is I said, give yourself permission. 
to be a witch and to work with magic. Because a lot of the time that's where it lies is not not having the permission, you know, and that's a that's a big one. So if you feel like you don't have permission to practice, I give you permission to practice the occult, to practice what your heart desires. But some of the other quick signs are just like if you've ever been as interested in astrology or herbology or just anything to do with the witch trials, witches, Halloween, Samhain, um, if you've been learning about mythology a lot, if you've been learning about ancient history and you've always been fascinated by magic, these are not coincidences. They are signs to something bigger, something a part of you, especially if you feel it deep within your soul. Okay, everybody, I hope that you have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this podcast about witches, witch trials, and let me know. I want to know, were you a witch in the witch trials? Book a reading with me if you want to know. I'm now accepting bookings through the Emerging Reiki website. So head on over, go to emergingreiki.com or .ca book your reading, find out if you were a witch, maybe you have another fantastical history or past life. A lot of us do. So head on over and book your reading and I'll see you next time. Happy, happy day and sending sunshine. If you haven't yet subscribed to our VIP podcast, oh my goodness, absolutely head on over to a sunny disposition and click subscribe. It's like less than a price of Netflix, but it's also getting your mindset in the right level of success, attracting what you want. And of course, there are mindset tips, tricks, Elevate is on there, which is a beautiful masterclass and event. And honestly, lots of guidance that almost feel like one-on-one -on -one or group sessions with me. So they are really, really extensive and they're really expansive. I'm excited to have you there and I'm excited for you to invite your friends too. So invite all your friends, share this in your stories, subscribe to the VIP podcast. There is more than enough information there to go around and it's absolutely worth the investment. Let's connect there on a deeper level.